This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We're back here on a Friday. What a beautiful morning it is, right? Warmer temperatures, got a little sunshine after all the ice and crazy December weather, or January weather. Uh, happy to have a nice night for a uh, Friday walk, uh, which is put together with what the uh, Gallery 510 and the Arts Council and others. Uh, so every first Friday of the month, they will have uh, events and activities. You can walk around. They'll have, and, uh, it's always a lot of fun. It's, it's a great way to mingle. Uh, and I always like the fact that you get a chance generally to meet the artist and, and, and talk about their work in case you can't be there. We're going to do that for you. Uh, and it's our great pleasure to welcome Eric Veith, uh, to the show. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It's good to have you on. I'm good, good to be on your show. There Thanks. you go. There you go. Uh, all right. You're going to be indicator tonight and, and we're going to get to the work here. I, I want to ask you the question I asked Nick. Uh, are there a lot of lawyers who happen to be artists or artists who happen to be lawyers? Uh, good question. I know some lawyers in theater. Um, I, I know lawyers have a lot of interest outside of law. A lot of them are, you know, really uh, absorbed by their work, and they they just don't have a lot of expendable hours outside of the job. But there are quite a few that want to do other things outside of the the profession. Um, I I've always wanted to try to keep the hours under control so I can do something creative too to balance out the stress and strain of the the day job. Um, but I do I do know some here and there. Okay, uh, so uh, how long have you been? I, I, when did you know? When did you first have an interest in photography? How far back does this go? Well, I think like a lot of us, we we had little cameras when we grew up. My my parents gave me a little I don't know if it was called a brownie camera, and they had twelve one roll of film. It had twelve exposures, and they said use them wisely. Um, because that's what you got, and it was expensive to develop film back then when I, I was raised in the 50s and 60s as a, as a kid. Um, it, I think the, the breakthrough came when my daughter went to a performing arts school. It's called Grand Center Arts Academy. Nick knows it well. Nick has been there to help educate the kids um, on art and uh, photography. And um, it's, a, it's a school with, as you can expect, dancing and art and theater. And I was a parent. I was a parent of a student. They had a website, um, and they needed to fill the website with images of the kids doing art. And I thought, hey, this would be fun. So this is back around 2010, and they actually hired me, and uh, I used the money to buy better and better equipment, took more and more classes. Okay, Nick, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to put him on hold and see if you can uh, get him to call back in or clean that up. I, I apologize. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, it's interesting. And when we, if we get back with Eric, we'll ask him during COVID, um, he took what he called a sabbatical and went to Yellowstone Park. And I can totally relate because during COVID at the same time, we took a trip to Utah. Uh, there, there's something about that time and going back to sort of nature and stuff that's so old that would have been around for the hundred year ago pandemic and the hundred years before that and the hundred years before that. There's something incredibly magical uh, about, you know, going to these places. And, um, you know, I'd never been to, to that area of the world at all, uh, and, and let alone, I mean, it never even would have been on my radar to go do that. But because of the pandemic, we found ourselves in a car driving to Utah. So did you, when you scheduled that 
vacation, did you know that pictures were going to be part of it? Like, is, did you go there? Yeah, because I don't go anywhere without the camera. Yeah. Uh, you have an expensive. Right. Yeah. And so Eric did the same thing, except with, with <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone. And, and Eric, we're going to try this again. I apologize. We had some sort of technical issue there. Um, uh, I was no just problem. just sharing with Angela that, that at the same time you went to Yellowstone, we took a trip to Utah for the very same reason. Uh, pandemic was underway. Everything was just life as we knew it was, you know, upside down. And there was something about taking that trip that was like good for the soul to go back to these these places that are just so old and so beautiful and so many stories. But you took a trip to Yellowstone and, and did something that is just fascinating. Explain that to us. Well, thank you for articulating that because that's exactly the feelings I had. I wanted to get out. I think a lot of us did. We just thought we, we are cooped up and there's something about these national parks. They're national treasures. And so uh, I went with my daughter, first time we'd ever been to Yellowstone, and we just explored Yellowstone. But then I felt compelled to go back a year later in 2021, and then I took a good camera, and I started taking pictures and trying to, you know, get, get good scenes. And I wasn't thinking about this project, but when I came back from that trip, I thought, you know, I'm taking a lot of pictures of tr trees, but not only trees, but dead trees, trees that clearly have been burned up or uh, just died or fell over or some of them are tipping over there's this beauty of these trees that was stunning and it wasn't uh it wasn't a bug it was a feature of the park because they leave them alone it's not like a city park where they clear away the dead trees they're part of the scene and uh the beauty struck me so i went back one more time and did nothing but hike the high altitude trails and take lots and lots of pictures of these forms and at that point i was thinking i want to do something with this so that's that's I, I made three trips ending with that one. All right. Now, that is what's on display at the Arts Council beginning tonight, right? Yeah, uh, these are these are uh, portraits of trees, but they're also it's digital photography. And for those of your listeners who might not know, it, it's not a paintbrush. It's not a just a film camera. But I work these pictures, layering them with many, many textures uh, from other scenes. In fact, many uh, texture scenes from the park, sky, rock. Um, anything I can get my hands on that I blend these images together with the Photoshop algorithm. And I come up with these uh, images that, that are very unusual. They're just, they're, uh, if, if, you, if your listeners see them, they'll see they're, they're not just straight photos. They're, 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 it's artwork. Well, I, I, obviously, it, uh, Nick gave me one of your books. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, one of the favorite things, you know, uh, you, if you go to Hawaii and you see where volcanoes have erupted and these lava flows and these trees that are still in the lava, uh, Lindsay's always saying, why are you taking so many pictures? There's just something that fascinates uh, me about that. And I think that's why I reacted uh, so positively to your work. I hope everyone comes out tonight uh, to see it. Now, you're going to be there, right? I will be there. Um, I'll be there from five to seven. I'll make a short presentation on the main floor in the gallery. And then I have a 20 minute uh, slideshow I'll be giving upstairs in the classroom where I explain more about how I do what I do. All right. Hey, one uh, thing, have, have you watched Trees and Other Entanglements, the documentary on HBO? No, I haven't. Check it out. I, I have a feeling it will resonate with you. 
All right. Getting it to my list. There you go. Eric, thank you very much. We'll see you tonight, and uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us today. Uh, I think people will really dig this. It's hard. uh, I know we're we're about theater of the mind, but sometimes you just visually have to see something. Uh, But they're alive in their death is the only way I can sort of describe it having the book and having looked through all these pictures there's an energy and and something alive in the husk of these trees that are clearly dead you've been listening to the newhoff media podcast network for more visit newhoffmedia.com